Yo, it's your boy Yo, they came to 305 Shotter. And you listening to Inspire Radio, the one with the three and not the E, you feel me? Yeah, 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 you already know. Today, we tuned in to another episode of Stone Motivation. I have no other dope artist. He go by the name of Dr. Rick. How you doing today, sir? I'm doing good, doing good. Just out here. Vibe. I'm about to get ready for the gym and stuff. So let's get into it, man. Like, I know you um, served in the military and stuff, right? Right. What branch? I joined uh, the Air Force around 2017, and then I went to the Space Force uh, around the 2020 time frame um, by force, kind of. Uh, I was always doing satellite work. Then when they came with the Space Force, they kind of just instantly transferred us over to the uh, to the Space Force kind of talk. Okay, that's that's real dope, man. Like, appreciate you for your service or whatever, you know. Oh, Thanks for the support. How would you say that military life prepared you for this musical journey that you're on now? Started, I would say, my path because at first I was just doing it to raise, you know, like kind of like comedy, raise morale within the within the branch, and it kind of worked out. Just like picking on other branches, or maybe picking on other countries, you know, just you know, kind of like a diss rap, but kind of funny. Mm-hmm. And me doing that, people responding positively to it, saying, "Hey, yo, you actually pretty good at this." And I was like, "Oh, am I? Well, shoot, let me let me try something else real quick." And then I just kept going. It's funny you said that because I've been running the video that you shot on on the um the ground that you guys was on at the time, or whatever. And the rap was just crazy, bro. Like, like for you to say, I was like, man, like this dude need to. He, I was thinking, I was like, yeah, he really need to pursue this, bro. He got. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Yeah, it was pretty. I think you're talking about, um, probably talking about the uh, Sky into Limit one. Yeah, was, yo, uh, the sky, yeah, that's the one, yo. Yeah, um, yeah, that was really good. So that was that originally was supposed to be the official Space Force song, but um, I could I had to make a marching video to it, and I never got around to actually doing it. So right now we use it as like the unofficial Space Force song. So they still play it at ceremonies and stuff. It's just not. What they would play at the White House, you know what I mean? They're gonna play the they're gonna play the trumpets and stuff at the White House, but then like on the on the back end they might throw that song on. Sir, I know you excited right now, man. You just dropped the album, bro. I listened to it from the end, bro. Dope. I like the vibes. I like the way you threw the grooves in there with the G funk and you know what I'm saying, real real musical reputations up in there like i love all of that bro so if you had to describe your style of music what would it be man that's the thing i don't really think i have a certain style of music i know i'm a feel-good artist mostly but i feel mm-hmm. like i'm very versatile like the next one that comes out is kind of different um, kind of let y'all a little little teaser right there. The next cassette album that drops is gonna be a little bit different. And then I got like a Halloween project I'm also working on. It's gonna be also different. I, I don't I don't know. I I yeah, give me some time to think on what what kind of artist I think I actually am right now. But I think right now it's, I'm really I'm really versatile. I can kind of go either way. That's real dope, man. That you said that because that's why I be telling people when people be asking me about me as an artist, like what style. I always tell people that. I can't really stay a style, like one style, because I always like feel like I'm a universal. I could do everything. So I, that's why I tell people I'm an artist. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't label me as a rap or R&B singer or no, nothing. You know what I'm saying? Don't categorize me. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm an artist. Like at any minute, I could do something that you wouldn't expect. You feel me? Right. I might throw down a country song. You never know. Yeah, that's exactly, bro. <laughs> I've been, bro. Like I feel you up on that. And then it's like, 
what are some of your musical influence? Like, look your back on your life or whatever. Like, what are some of your musical influence? Because I was watching Snoop Dogg's Behind the Music um, a couple of days ago, and he was talking about how he grew up in a household. His mom was strict. She stayed in the church and everything. And on Saturday nights, she used to buy, like, a six case of beer, and her and Snoop would listen to Ruckus and everything. And you got this album on there with um, Kenny Lee. Shout out to Kenny Lee. That's called Holy Funk. That's kind of like a gospel vibe or whatever. So it's like, how do you, you know what I'm saying? What what artists really aspire you? I would say as far as the artists that inspire me, one of the first ones, like the first, first ones was Lupe Fiasco back when I was a little, 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 little thing. Single digit numbers. And um, just moving up, it was then it became like Lil Wayne. Then, you know, Tory Lanez, Tupac, you know, the, the regulars usually is what I, the artists kind of I look up to. Like when I was making this album, I was mostly listening to uh, Tupac when I was making this album. And it kind of sounds, none of it really sounds like Tupac, but just to motivate me to write the album, I just, I had Tupac playing in the background when I was just chilling to like hype me up type deal. You know what I mean? So I feel you, man. Cause um, just last night, you know what I'm saying? I was watching the uh, Tupac documentary and it was just like recapping on his life before he died and everything like he did so much for us like movies and albums verses and everything and it's like i ask every artist this like you get into the music game and you really get a taste of the fame and see what it's about but at the end of the day it's about a legacy leaving your print so what type of print do you want to leave on the music industry what do you want people to remember you as for music i wanted to be like i want people to remember me as a guy that brought it back to where we where it, where it came from if that makes sense so like bringing it back to the 90s and the 80s where it came from early 2000s not knocking nobody that's uh like the new generation of rappers like it's cool but i think right now is i think the people is missing uh the original vibes that we first brought or that the, the hip-hop industry first brought in the 80s and the 90s i think it's, it's really missing and ain't nobody like really doing it no more so i'm trying my best to bring it back and that's what i kind of did with cassette a that's the only reason why it's called cassette because cassette tapes are back in the day um i'm trying to really bring it back to those vibes real quick you know because when you when you go to a cookout and you hear music playing you don't usually hear none of the new stuff playing you hear all the old stuff playing the cookout vibes it's just it's just what makes the vibes better so and that's kind of what I want to I want to be a part of. Exactly, man. It's like what you're doing with the rap game, bringing those feel good vibes is what I kind of like calling myself is doing with the R&B. Because my last project that won me um, Artist of the Year Award in the Artist in the Artist of the Year Award um, last year was an R&B project. But it was all 90s R&B. And I'm on that same thing. Like I want to mm-hmm. like bring it back to that feel good music, even with rap. And you know what I'm saying? Like when you listen to my raps, my raps and my tapes and stuff out of drop, this is just like all feel good music. I come from the era like Jada Kid style, P Biggie, Tupac, you know what I'm saying? Like where it's just that feel good music and you will, you will rewind it back. And definitely with your, with your project that you just dropped, bro, I could really say that a lot of the tracks on that, you have to rewind back because the way you flowed on it and the way you use your voice to ride those beats was so crazy or whatever that your your wordplay was so witty that I had to rewind it back a couple of times on those tracks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like for real, bro. Like it was it was like that, bro. And like I said, the ho- the holy phone, the holy phone with you and Kenny Lee was like dope, bro. Like I just love that whole vibe, bro, because y'all sampled a, a gospel song that everybody knows and 
put like a hip hop, you know what I'm saying? Hip hop gospel is, is blowing up now. So for y'all to do that on the album, I thought it was real dope because when Rick Ross dropped the Port of Miami, the first one, he had a song on there called Bible on the Dash, which is just a prayer song. You know what I'm saying? Like he was basically talking his stuff through the rap album, but he had to put that prayer on there because, you know what I'm saying, without the man upstairs, none of this is possible. So I thought that that was real dope for you to put that on, on your project. Of course, I had to. I had to. Um, yeah, I play. I remember, I remember, uh, showing Kenny, uh, Kenny Lee that song. We was at the uh, funk festival back in July, I believe. It's not Queens, right? Yep, no, 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 not that one. It was the one with uh, Life Jennings. With Life Jennings, okay, okay, yeah. Okay. I think it was, I think it was August, July, somewhere around that time frame. Yeah, um, yeah I've been roaming that. That's the one you did with um, Life Jennings or whatever. You, you yeah, had to, you had yeah, I, I, yeah, I opened up for uh, Life Jennings that day. I remember uh, I had this beat and I was like, "Yo, I, I remember you doing the gospel thing. I got the I got this beat from this guy in Texas. I was like, it sound pretty dope.' He here, he was like, "Oh, cuz we got to do that like now." I was like, "Cool." So I, I flew back to Denver, wrote it, uh, did my part, sent it to him. He did his part, then he sent it off to my engineer and can't got it back. And I was like, "Yeah, this is it right here. This is it." <laughs> yeah, it was just one of those. It was just like one of those tracks, man, because. Y'all could have took any gospel song and really had the same the same response, but for you to take a gospel song like that with the sample that everybody know, I'm talking about grandmas and everybody know, bro. Mm -hmm. It was just crazy, bro. I, I had my aunties and grandmas, everybody listened to it like, oh, I know that I know they didn't sample that. I was like, yeah, they sampled it. They was loving it. Yeah, that's a, that's the thing. I think when you sample when you sample a song, it's, it's it's best to sample something that people know. You know what I mean? Like if you sample something that people don't know, as a as a as a you know a starting a starting you know brand new artist, a lot of people not gonna really know what you're doing. But if you sample something that people know, they're like, oh, I remember this. Oh, he kind of going crazy on that. Oh, I like the way he did. Exactly. You know I mean? Exactly. Yeah, so. I got that from Master P back in the day because when he bought out Romeo, he sampled that Michael Jackson "My Baby" record, and that's really took Romeo and started his career and I just feel like with the sample records man like it's like crate digging you know what I'm saying like we all remember like like you said back in the day like riding the car in the household with your mom you, you know what your mom and dad listen to like me I had my mom my dad and my grandparents and everything so I got everything from like Teddy P to the OJ's all the way to Jodeci H-Town and all that you know what I'm saying mm -hmm. so it was a wide range of music that was played around me so it's like when I do samples, I like to kind of like crate did to find something that really, you know what I'm saying, that really bring a memory back. Like, okay, right. I, remember, I remember riding with my dad and this, you know what I'm saying? Everything brings up. It's got to have that nostalgic feeling. Like, you just get, you get a boom. Just like, the, you remember that so Raven when she had that little vision? It's like, yeah, you know, vision, yeah, take it back. Exactly, like, man. Yeah. like, you got to get it back, bro. Like, you have to, man. <laughs> and then, like, uh, you got any other tour dates coming up, man? I don't have any right now because I'm kind of tied up with work. Um, but I do want to come home to Virginia and uh, perform Holy Funk at some churches, you know, for the people. Um, but I'm, I'm, a, um, I'm a, I want to do that by no later than July. Okay, okay. So you know, I want to come home, set up some church. maybe in, even in North Carolina too. I don't know North Carolina probably mess with it. So you gotta you gotta come in here and tap in with me in North Carolina. I got a lot of venues and stuff that we could plug you into and you could perform in and stuff. So let me know, man. You definitely need this Carolina run. I'm with it, I'm with it. For real. So my next question is like growing up, was there anybody in your family that really, you know what I'm saying, gave you that motivation to go out and do music? Or just to go out and 
chase your dreams? Like, who really motivated you? Was it your mom, your dad? Like, gave you that, that hustler ambition, you know what I'm saying? So I say, well, everybody knew my dad back in the day. He was a DJ, DJ RJ Jams, right? Okay. Um, so I think I think the music was kind of always in me right there, but um, I never really triggered or tapped into it. And then growing up around Kenny Lee, you know, when he was younger, right? It was mm -hmm. Kenny Lee, it was Scooter, um, yes, you know. Everybody, everybody just, everybody just making music. I would kind of just, I would kind of just be in the room, just kind of like just listening or whatever. And I remember um, just just watching them do it, and I was like, "Oh, that's cool, that's cool, like that, I like that, that's dope." And then I never really, I never really got into it like that. And then one day, um, I uh, I tried to get back into it, like when I was like, uh, I was like maybe thirteen, fourteen, but I ain't have, I ain't had the money, the funds to do it, so I kind of like gave it up again. But then when I joined the military, I had all the money that I needed to use to get into it. So that's when it, that's when it came back out. And the first person I tapped into was was Kenny Lee. Kendall, I was, I was like, hey, cuz, are you trying to make a track real quick? Make this family reunion song. <laughs> like, already, man, already. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, say, I would say it would probably be Kendall for real. That pretty much, it had to be, it has to be, it has to be. I had to give it all to Kendall right there because... He's the one that's been consistent with the music, and I always every time I think about music and fan, I think about him right, boom, right there, like because since I was little, that's all he was doing, really. Not I was always around him. Shout out to Kenny Lee, man. I just um I just talked to him um yesterday, matter of fact, and um you know he did his he did his thing with the Jesus Turn Me Up and performed it, so he's supposed to be in New York um April the fifteenth. Yeah, I heard about that. Was that some, or Sony or is he? He picked what record label he wanted to perform for. He's going to perform for, for Atlantic. Oh, Atlantic, that's right. Yeah, yeah. For Atlantic, and um, so I'm I'm trying to chop it up with him this weekend and next week or whatever to get everything done because he wants me to come in. It's supposed to be me, Zaymo, my homeboy D Skills. So hopefully we get everything planned for all of us to make it down there. But I told him I was like, yeah, bro, like they definitely gonna mess with that song because the Jesus turned me up song. The the vibe was so real. I told him that I was like, he played that record for me the first time I heard it. I was like blown away because I was like, man, like that's that's what the music game is missing right now. I was like, oh, yo, yeah. I was like, yo, message and the way he doing it, he's talking in a language that the young generation can understand. So even though it's that gospel music is feeding you, feeding your soul, it's not making them think too much about it or whatever. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I, I feel like the way he, if he keep that up, bro, like he, he about to be out of here with that, bro. He's about to be out of here. I feel the same. It's untapped market. You know what I mean? Already. So, man, like, I see you be doing, get on your LL Cool J for the ladies and stuff, man. So all the ladies want to know, man, you you single or you taking, you know what I'm saying? I've been yeah. on Facebook. Like, for real, I've been on Facebook, bro, posting and yeah, yeah, taping everything. I'm like, yeah, that's my little, my fans, little cuz right there. They're like, oh, he's fine. Like, he's, he's single. I'm, I don't know. I say, But I asked on an interview, so go ahead and let them know, man. Like I'm very, very, very much single, very much single. But shoot, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't around nobody like that. You know what I'm saying? I'm all the way in New Mexico, man, right now. So <laughs> let's say trying to gotta, travel out you gotta, here. You, gotta, you, know you, gotta, you gotta feel, man. You gotta, you gotta let them know, man. They always like, are you single? So with that being said, ladies, he is single. So I'm put you on the spot right now, man. Go ahead and talk to your lady fans or whatever. They want to know what it is that you're looking for in a female. What it is I'm looking for. I mean, okay. <sighs> You know, your, ideal, your ideal female, basically. That's what they want to know. Uh, Okay, my ideal female. She could have a kid. I think maybe two will probably be a little too much of me because I'm a little selfish with, you know, my time that I spend with my woman. So, um, 
once I get home from work or whatever. No, I'm not saying she can't work. She could definitely work. But once I get home from work, I'm, I kind of say I want to like hang out. I want to go to the gym. I want to go, you know, like out to eat. I want to do something. If you if you busy all the time, I'm busy all the time. Like that's kind of you know what I mean. I don't really like that. I feel like I make enough money to well, you ain't got to work full time like that. So I rather I want people that work like maybe like part time or maybe have like a job that she can do at the crib or something like that. Um, that's that's far as it goes like financially, you know what I mean. Um, physically, she gotta be into the gym. She gotta be into the gym because that's pretty much all I kind of do, and it's kind of it's healthy. It's healthy for you, right? So I feel like I feel like um. A couple that work out together stay together. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. Yeah, there you go, ladies. Y'all yeah. so I had to deliver. I, I like that. When show um journey with the music game and stuff that you've been experiencing, because I know you had like a couple of singles and stuff out before you dropped the project. Like, what has been the most most shocking thing that you experienced since doing music like what's been that wow moment i could really do this you know what i'm saying has it been people running up on you like recognize you what's been the craziest thing that made you like wow i'm really doing this i'm really living my dream um i would say definitely the the reaction of of criticism i'm trying to get from people i ask people for criticism all the time and i'm looking for the bad criticism so i can fix the imperfections in the music, but nobody is giving me any bad stuff. So <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, okay, cool. Maybe I'm just naturally good at this. All right. This is, this is dope, man. All right. I ain't got too much to fix. Most of some people tell me to fix is more on the engineering or the mastering side of the song. It's not necessarily me. Yeah. So, that's what everybody, man. That's why I think this is with everybody because we got our own engineers. Everybody got their own engineers and stuff that master their stuff or whatever. But it's like it's the the sound of the ear is different. You know, say so it don't matter where you go. You could go to North Carolina. You could go to VA. You go to Philly. You know, see so you on to New York. Like every engineer's ear is so different or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's what I feel like people don't really give a lot of shout outs to you know so i want to say right now shout out to all the engineers out there because the engineers they play a real key role in all oh, the all- big part oh huge part like what I, I feel like i feel like i would be none without my engineer like i'm gonna be a nothing i feel the same way man because it's like you gotta think it's like we have us as artists already got a vision so we deliver that vision and we give it to the engineer it's like if, if our vision is on a million they gonna take it from a million and when they give it back to us it's gonna be on five million you know what i'm saying oh yeah for sure and there you have it folks another dope you know what i'm saying show for stone motivation already dr rick but you gotta say to the people man hey man look shout out to inspire radio dj ronaldo creator and of course the host jay stone already man before we get up out of here man let the people know where they can follow you on social media oh it's dr rit on everything uh just you know spelled out dr r-i-t on everything on instagram is dr dot rit facebook is dr space rit uh spotify dr space rit you know tiktok dr dot rit just follow, follow me on everything i'll be there I'll be posting new updates more interviews to come. I got an interview with QC coming up. Uh, stay tuned for that one. Already, man. I'll, I'll tap in with him, man. Thanks for the dope interview, my brother. And I'm going to go ahead and sign out with this one, honey. All right. So- Yo, what's up? This cool Joe Goody and you and Inspire Radio. Bar Radio. Me. Bar Radio. Me. Yo, it's your boy Yoday K, Mr. 305 Shotter. And you listening to Inspire Radio, the one with the three and not the E. You feel me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You already know.